0: And now, on with the show. A blurring of reality and fiction, in creation for a utopia, can have its own problems from within. It takes the right mindset, the right beginning, to make the right kind of tomorrow. Thinking outside of the box, finding that spark of optimism, feeding the right wolf, can portray a new tomorrow, a new day for the possibilities. Many films have had the opportunity to present an idea, or a state of mind as their main motive in their storytelling. The plot tends to uphold this feeling, this idea, with obstacles simply making it stronger. The directors, the screenplayers, the characters, maybe even the actors themselves, have embraced this concept with this fictional world. But what if I told you that in this movie, it was initially supposed to blur the lines of what is fictional and what is real? This is two takes, and this is one shot. An analysis of the film Tomorrowland. Be warned, there are spoilers throughout. Tomorrowland has had a tough ride. For a movie that bombed at the box office, it still has sparked hope and interest in many, but not in the masses. Seen as a masterpiece for some, and a beautifully visual but whole storyline for many, Tomorrowland was presented as a standalone project with a vague message about optimism. Going Deeper into This World, directed by Brad Bird with a screenplay by Damon Lindelof, it can be seen that there were, and still are, many layers to this movie that was supposed to introduce a world within a world. Let's start at the beginning. In 2010, Lindelof began discussions with Walt Disney Studios about producing a science fiction Disney film with Tomorrowland at this time, only known as one of their theme parks, as The Basis. In 2011, Tomorrowland was announced, with its idea taking inspiration from the progressive cultural movements of the space age, as well as Walt Disney's personal fascination with futurism, scientific innovation, and the idea of utopia, slash his optimistic philosophy of the future. As well as these conceptual themes, the film has research from Walt Disney's involvement in the 1964 World Fair and his unrealized dreams for Epcot. Epcot, Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow was an unfinished concept of a planned community in Florida developed by Walt Disney and was designed by WED Enterprises. Walt Disney Imagineering Research and Development Inc is the research and development arm of the Walt Disney Company, responsible for the creation, design, and construction of the theme parks and attractions worldwide. Walt Disney wanted to make a town, a community, that would present a space for creation and new technologies. It would be constantly evolving, moving and introducing new materials and systems. But before anything could come of it, Walt died before the initial plans were placed. Therefore, the city you see in Tomorrowland, was an already established idea from an imaginative creator, and the concept of Plus Ultra, of creatives and inventors wanting a space to create, spawned from the same idea from the real world. So what is Plus Ultra? In Latin, it means further beyond, metaphorically suggesting the taking of risks and striving for excellence to which this society did. It is quickly explained in the movie, giving the basis of it being a fictional secret society that came together under the same need to have the freedom and space to create and invent without the interference from corrupt governments in pursuit for knowledge and creations that could benefit mankind when they were ready for it. The founders were Nikola Tesla, an inventor, Thomas Edison, inventor, Gustav Eiffel, architect, Jules Verne, writer and futurist, and H.D. Wells, writer and futurist. There were many more, and others were recruited throughout the early stages. From the dialogue within the film, Plus Ultra was going to reveal their city, Tomorrowland, in a 1939 World's Fair, but betrayals from the city walls led to bombing and major structure damage, as well as the real world having the looming threat of World War II. In the end, Plus Ultra cancelled their event, and so became underground, still recruiting dreamers and creators to expand with the hope of eventually presenting themselves in the future and from the future that was given in the movie, we can understand that this never came into fruition. I must stress that this society is a fictional one. And as we have an ongoing theme of ideas from the real world being taken and used for this fictional one, I should explain that this is the same here. The concept of Plus Ultra, or the history of it anyway, is the same as Ayn Rand's 1957 book Atlas Shrugged. It is an objectivist novel manifesto that depicts a dystopian United States in which private businesses suffer under laws and regulations, placing it in favour among American conservatives for unrestrained catabolism and rational self-interest. And so the best and brightest leave society to set up their own land where they can operate freely from outside sources such as governments. Sound familiar? If the book is unknown, another example can be Bioshock in the history of the town of Rapture. In both the games and the movie, we see the aftermath, whether there will be corruption from within or from outside sources. The main point is that this idea of making community or society for the freedom of creating and inventing without interference is not a new idea. But wait, there is more. The concept of Objectivism in itself can perhaps be argued to show the purpose of Tomorrowland. As Ayn Rand explains Objectivism, the concept of man as a heroic being, with his own happiness as the moral purpose of his life, with productive achievement as his noblest activity, and reason as his only absolute. We have the heroes, the heroic acts that are going unnoticed, Athena saving Casey, or fighting for and maintaining a sense of happiness to the point of spreading it to others, Casey de Frank with the productiveness of them as a team going forward to find Tomorrowland together and to potentially save it. With Casey's preference of not wanting to know her future, she can have some sense of control of fixing something if it went wrong. Objectivism has the concept of embracing the reality that we have in front of us, to which, because of the transmission, many people accept the death of our planet. However, their initial message is ignored. To embrace our reality and focus on its highest potential, Concentrating on its beauty rather than its ugliness, to which Casey does repeatedly throughout the film, who concentrates on the potential of something more, and Tomorrowland, for her, fills the empty space. This wonder and happiness of this feeling within the movie's message, optimism, was made a literal thing as a promotional event two years in 2013, before the movie's release. Intended as an introduction of sorts, it did more than just simply introduce an idea, it manifested something and opened people up to an exciting story. Considered to be one of the most advanced examples of viral marketing, Walt Disney Imagineering and Walt Disney Pictures teamed up to produce a six-week alternative reality game, ARG, called The Optimist. An ARG is an immersive transmedia story experience that spans the digital and real world. And in this instance, this included real places in California, real people being characters and real clues given to the public who participated in person or online. No one was excluded, and in some aspects of the story, many strangers had to work together to piece together what was essentially a girl tracking her grandfather's movements to get to know him better. It introduced the Plus Ultra organisation and its ties to Walt Disney in the film's backstory, the fact that Walt Disney was also part of Plus Ultra. It placed participation in the storytelling and cooperation as the highlights to a new sort of active storytelling, enhancing the mindset of never giving up and that of an optimist among the masses. And although the story has been told, the experience can never be replaced with the public having an active involvement and feeling anything is possible through teamwork and optimism. One month before the movie was out, the authors Jonathan Caste, Jeff Jensen, Brad Bird and Damon Lindelof Released Before Tomorrowland, an original prequel novel featuring a 20-page comic, and unlocked more of the story in the world of Tomorrowland, concentrating on the famous people in Plus Ultra and unfathomable science and technology with a story to boot. There was many forms of interactive, explorative, promotional material regarding the history behind Tomorrowland that would open the world in a whole new different way. Unfortunately, the promotional material was not as strong as Tomorrowland's monitor in placing that, that sort of idea into people's heads in a way of making the audience curious enough to venture deeper, which made the timing of these promotions of a conceptual world to be too little too late. It is unfortunate, as Tomorrowland is rich in its own history, blurs and jumps from fictional to reality again and again. It does this by using various ideas or notions from our reality and places it as a working mechanism in the world of Tomorrowland. I shall explain further with some examples. One prime example is when, in conversation, Athena exclaims how Casey is scored a 73 on the Feynman-Drummelberg scale. From a Reddit thread started by uConvolutionist, along with much research, it is understood that the Feynman scale is a blurring of various ideas from a particular person that hasn't created that certain something yet, and yet, in Tomorrowland, it is already done, but used for something else. Let me explain. Richard Feynman, 1918 to 1988, is an American theoretical physicist who is known for proposing the idea of nanoscale machines, nanotechnology, outlined in his 1959 lecture, There's Plenty of Room at the Bottom. His suggestion was to start making small things that make smaller things, Imagine, if you can, things such as a tiny robotic surgeon entering your body through your nostril. That kind of science fiction, but come to life. In our reality, it is not happening yet. However, in the advancements of Tomorrowland, it is presented as something that is already working. A Feynman scale must be an appropriate name for a test, Whether use of nanotechnology. Remember, Athena uses a handheld machine and Casey's DNA to profile what sort of person she was. In a way, this sort of scale might be a measurement of a person's potential on a quantum mechanics level, the theory of everything being made of energy that can be assessed and accessed, using the energy of molecules from a small scale to determine something so unique in a measurement. Another representation, less explained, can be divergent. Another example is when Frank talks about how the monitor is receiving tachyons, A tachyon is a hypothetical particle that always travels faster than light. Most physicians think that faster than light particles don't exist on the principle that they are not consistent with the laws of physics. But for an optimist, like Feynman, you would conclude that, that might be the case now, but tomorrow's experiment might prove that wrong. Everything in anything is possible. and In Tomorrowland, from the research gained, it seems that could be the case. This also presents the case that these unique ideas in our world, that are not fully realised yet, but can have the potential to be. As Brad Bird says, When Damon and I were little, people had a very positive idea about the future, even though there were bad things going on in the world. Even the 1964 World's Fair happened during the Cold War. But there was a sense we could overcome them, and yet now we act like we're passengers on a bus with no say in where it's going, with no realisation that we collectively write the future every day and can make it so much better than it otherwise would be. He explains about the mindset behind the movie and how each and every one of us has the power and potential to write our own future to what we see fit. In Tomorrowland, it brings the potential of a utopia in the sense of a feeling, optimism, that can be overlooked by the impending doom, and perhaps gloom, of everyday life. Yes, in the movie, it was presenting the doom to be a self-fulfilling prophecy of the ending of the world. However, it presents the feeling like a transmission, an idea fed to the masses over and over again, until it's considered the only truth. If one thinks about it, in our reality, Brad Bird could potentially be talking about a battle that every one of us has within ourselves, of maintaining well-being and fighting the sadness for optimism. Going back to objectivism, there is a certain egoism within its logic. The concept explains that since we are living creatures, our duty is to live to the best of our ability, meaning that every action can either further our life or further the self-destructive pattern we have grown accustomed to. It is within our own power to feed the right wolf, to open up the potentials of today. Tomorrowland it's essentially, through all of the research and examples given, is maintaining and uplifting the age-old message of, of optimism for forward progress. In essence, Tomorrowland is using today's ideas for their tomorrow, and in a way, we should be looking to the future with the same sort of ideal, with the feeling of optimism for ourselves and for those around us. If you enjoyed what was said, please follow me on Anchor, Spotify and other podcasting platforms for the latest episode, and be kept in the loop through my Instagram, at twotakes underscore podcast. If you want to help me in the making of each episode, there is a listener support platform that can benefit the levelling up of this podcast, as well as have you, a supporter, having access to extra content. Find this at anchor.fm slash twotakespodcast slash support. And as always, thanks for listening.